0: Hello and welcome to Journey Through Limbo, a podcast presented on the Crit Hit Wild Network. Um, Brian, we've made it to episode four. Um, how are you this
1: week? Uh, I've been sleeping a lot.
0: Okay. Okay. That
1: How is that Which different is cool. from any week? Oh, dude, whatever. <laughs> the other day, the other day when it was like every 15 minutes snowing and then really sunny kind of threw my brain into a loop. That's fair. That's fair. I, it, uh, yeah.
0: I can imagine.
1: It felt like, it felt like the end of like a fantasy movie where magic is starting to destroy the world.
0: Okay. All right. That That's fair. Yeah. I've, I've had a cold, basically that magic uh, wreaked havoc on my sinuses and I've dealt with a cold ever since that day. So I, I can understand. Um,
1: oof yeah
0: it's not fun but anyway um this week we have a special guest um we have lexa from morlocks lexa how are you
2: doing okay uh had a long weekend
0: at work but doing okay now Good stuff. Well, we are so happy to have you on. Lexa, we'd like to give you an opportunity to k- kind of, in case people have not uh, listened to your show, um, I can't imagine that people would listen to our show without knowing yours, but there might be someone. Um, please mm-hmm. give us, a, I'd like to give you a moment to give us a background um, on yourself as far as gaming goes, um, Marvel Crisis Protocol, comics, um, whatever you want to talk about, talk about your show. Let us know. Let us know your background.
2: So... Uh, uh... I run a show in the Marvel Crisis Protocol community called Morlocks, which is about finding new homes for the lost and forgotten characters of Marvel Crisis Protocol. We choose an underloved character that doesn't get see out of affiliation play all that often and build a list around them out of affiliation. Um, and coming up in May, we have leader out of their own affiliation month where we take leaders and put them in affiliations they're not supposed to be in. Um, which is always a fun time. Now then, uh, as for kind of my history, um, Marvel Crisis Protocol is the first miniatures game I've really committed myself to. I played, like, Pockets of Warhammer uh, 40K and Pockets of Malifaux back in college, but never very seriously. I never owned any of the minis and stuff. I just borrowed from people. Um, And now I own all of this game. Uh, but my true loves are is a little game called Arkham Horror: The Card
1: Game. Oh, that's a good game.
2: That's I really own so much of it.
1: Um,
2: I legitimately own everything except for one of the Gen Con releases, which is a lot of stuff. Um. And I'm currently in the process of getting it all sleeved.
0: That's it. I have all my
2: player cards sleeved. I'm working on all my scenarios. Which, just for reference, my player cards are currently the majority of a 5k box. Yeah. I think
1: they sell dragon sleeves... I think they sell dragon sleeves by the pallet.
2: <laughs> I go for uh, um, one second. Let me open my drawer of sleeves. <laughs> I go for uh, KMC uh, side loaders for my inner sleeves, mm-hmm. and I go for uh, Ultra Pro uh, Matt for my outers.
1: That's fair. Those are good. those are strong picks. Mm-hmm. I have all of- side
2: loaders are the way to go
1: for sure. Absolutely. I Everybody says like, "Oh, they're not as waterproof." I don't care. They're easier to actually manipulate.
2: Yeah, it's it's 5% difference in waterproof for 100% easier to put in.
1: Yeah.
0: That's accurate.
2: Um so yeah, and then uh, as for comics, I've always been more of a DC person. Um I started with the New 52. Uh, But I also read a lot of, like, non-Big 2 stuff. Um, I'm very into the fucking amazing Power Rangers comics. Because, by God, are they some of the best things out in comic books right now. Um, And I highly recommend people read that. I am also down some of the, like, real trashy comic book rabbit holes of, like, Zenoscope and Dynamite. Um, And I know they're trashy, and I'm okay with that. I'm not saying they're high art. I'm saying they are the same as a horror movie, basically. Um, though sometimes uh, when you do it right, you get something really amazing like Hackslash out of it.
0: There we go. The The best part about the comic book genre, um, I hate it when someone says, I hate comic books because that's not true. There is a comic book for everyone. Um, and that is oh, the, yeah. The, the best part about the genre is there is something to offer everyone.
1: Mm-hmm. It's this. It's the same thing as like I like all music except rap and country. It's it's an ignorant statement.
0: Yes, yes, I mm-hmm. wholeheartedly agree. So yeah,
1: yeah. No, that's I crazy. will say. The the new um, Godzilla versus Power Rangers book looks super sweet because I'm I'm more of a kaiju person than a than a Power Rangers kind of person. Uh, Very fair. Um, but I'm probably I'm probably still going to pick that book up because it looks super cool.
0: We have Brian and I have a, a mutual friend, Chris, um, who loves the Power Rangers, and the only thing that he probably loves more than that is Godzilla. So his uh, he, his brain's going to explode when that when that drops. So.
2: Yeah. No. Um. But Power Rangers did their own Infinite Crisis, and okay. it was amazing.
0: Okay. Tell me more. Um,
2: so basically, uh, so the Power Rangers comics start with the Mighty Morphin characters. Right. Um, and a couple of them get shunted off into an alternate universe where, uh, Tommy Oliver never turned back to the good guys and stayed evil and became a character named Lord Dracket. They made such a pageantry of this event that they had a live-action trailer with the actor for Tommy Oliver, who's probably been the most consistent Power Rangers actor across the nearly 30 years of that series, uh, played Lord Draken in, like, a minute-and-a-half trailer. Um, and so they meet Lord Draken and the evil version of Kimberly, Ranger Slayer. And, like, all of this stuff happens... And Lord Dracket figures out about that there's kind of a multiverse of Power and stuff. And then everybody gets drawn in. They're doing RPM. They're doing Samurai. They're doing In Space. They're doing everybody. Um. And so, like, the multiverse is suddenly under attack by this guy who's trying to steal as many morphers as possible. Um. But after that, they get, like, trapped outside of the universe. A handful of them and have to find their way home and it's amazing. Like I cannot understate how
0: good this series is. That sounds like a really good time. Mhm. Yeah, I'm going to have to check that out for sure. Also, we got a fighting game out of it. Fair
2: enough. The the very very amazing Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. Okay. As uh, most of their characters and stuff are pulled as important characters from the comic books
0: okay fair enough that's good stuff Mm -hmm. well that's uh yeah that's a great intro um once again lexa welcome to the show we're so excited to have you and we're so excited to get started but before we do i believe we need to cut to a quick commercial break brian if you could please take it away
1: Uh, right before the ad uh i wanted to to point out so Having Lexa on the show is kind of, it, it, I find it internally conflicting. <laughs> right. Because Lexa is way better of a list builder. So so we're going to be giving commentary on a list to someone who's better at list building than us. Uh, I don't know where I'm going. There was supposed to be a joke there. Is, is this another Eeyore earlier. moment? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, Thanks all for right,
0: to me, Brian. Yeah, I'm just gonna do the ad. <laughs> yeah.
1: Just gonna do the ad now. Do the thing. Try Brian. not to try not to misspell Cerebro again.
0: <laughs> it doesn't start with S.
1: Okay. <clears throat> As always, Journey Through Limbo is sponsored by CerebroMCP.com, your one-stop resource for list building and reference material from Arvo Crisis Protocol though it might actually be called Danger Room App. Who can say for sure since both the email addresses are still listed on the website? Oopsie, would you like your podcast to be sponsored by CerebroMCP.com? Just say that you are and people will just kind of go with it. Once again, that's C-E-R-E-B-R-O-M-C-P.com.
0: Thank you, Brian. And thank you, CerebroMCP, for your continued support slash non-support. All right, Um, so,
2: and I will say, Morlocks also is at the Church of SuiBo. We use it basically every week.
0: It is, it is great. All all jokes aside, we we love to plug it because Brad has done such a great job with it. Um, Mm -hmm. I have actually had him on. I know, I know. He uh, he talked about uh, Omega Red on your podcast. Yes, yeah. Uh yeah. I I talked about we. Brad and I have only talked about mutants on your show. Um, And that's that's the uh, that's the goal. All mutants all the time. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that tracks.
0: (laughs) All right. So without further ado, Lexa, let's talk about your list. So um, you have brought today uh, to talk with us a Web Warriors list. But this is a very different Web Warriors list than we are used to seeing. Um, Would you like to start by letting us know who your leader is? So this was uh,
2: inspired by a conversation I had with Omnis about him watching a game that I think it was Ryan Farmer, but I'm not 100% sure anymore, uh, exploring the same space, and uh, and that is Amazing Spider-Man.
0: Okay. So talk, talk to us a bit. Let us, let us know. So amazing Spider-Man is our first character. He is our leader. Talk to us a little bit about how you came to uh, wanting to try out amazing Spider-Man as your leader. Uh, it has been something in the back of my head for a while, just because he's
2: an underplayed
0: leader and that
2: there's something about things that are underplayed that appeals to me, you know?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, that, yeah. That, that's extra
1: uh, energy.
0: That tracks.
2: Not just that. I think it's something very different for me. I think it's the fact that the chance to, like, explore something that isn't being explored and find stuff no one is talking about,
1: mm, yeah, it's absolutely. very appealing
2: to me. Um, And his leadership, I think, is exceptionally powerful. Everybody once per turn get to, can pay a power and choose an enemy character within two. That character gains the slow condition, or if they already have the slow condition, place them within one of their current position, and remove the slow condition. This makes them amazing on Secure. Absolutely. Also, a thing to remind yourself of, because it works differently than uh, things like uh, scrolls. Slow means whenever you advance, you use the slow movement tool. That includes advances off of, say, uh whatever a spider can. Oh yeah, good point. Hmm. Or claw
0: rushes. Or uh, steel rushes. Yeah, or um what is it, Hell on Wheels from Ghost Rider, right? Yes. You turn all
2: of those into shrunk movements too. That's awesome.
1: Cool, I hate it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's uh there there is a lot of unexplored headspace there and a lot of non-obvious control right um things that people oh, yes. don't think about um which is also appealing in and of itself so and you can almost always win a side of the board um
2: because if you're going two to two on a d map because so spoiler i'm playing deeds <laughs> everybody put on your surprise face a web warriors player is playing d maps yeah Shocked. Um but um if you're two V two on a D map, uh you let their person walk up first on their side. And then you walk up, spend one a place left. Their second person walks up, your second person walks up, spend one, gets them off the point because the base size is always bigger than the token, so the range one place will always put them just outside of one. Okay. And suddenly, you're winning that point. Yeah, and you had to spend basically no effort.
0: Yeah, that's that's awesome.
2: <laughs> but yeah, and uh, because of how he sets up, your all webbed up turns are really scary because all of your web boys
0: can just spend one to add two dice to their attacks. Yeah, that's that's super impressive it makes the, the all-webbed-up turn even better than it already is.
1: Yes. Yeah, I will also say I have had... I played against Amazing Spider-Man a handful of times, and every single time, I will roll a wild and get my wild trigger, and they'll go, no, witty banter, re-roll it.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: That's, that's infuriating as well. Um, oh, yeah. It is great. An Amazing Spider-Man, it seems like... With with his big re rolls and all of that, um, I have dazed mm-hmm. him quite a bit. But unless I have March for Death to just like nuke him from existence, um, that dude just tends to stick around. So, yes, March for Death is very good against him, though it, it absolutely is. I used to play it whenever he first dropped. I played March <laughs> for Death in my Brotherhood roster just to nuke him out of the meta, like out of our local meta. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just like okay. You're gonna play that guy. I'm, I'm. I'm not messing with it. Mark for death. See ya. Our buddy Dave mm-hmm. hates Amazing Spider-Man because because of Mark for death. But... <laughs> I'm pretty sure I told you about that. You. You did. You. You turned me straight onto it, and I never. I never looked back. <laughs> it is such a good card. It is so hard um, for me to not take it at this point. So. Yeah. But yeah, okay, so that that we we've kind of talked uh, Amazing Spider-Man to death there a little bit. So let's <laughs> uh, see what I did there. Um, Dave will appreciate that. Anyway, so we we talked um, we've talked about Amazing Spider-Man quite a bit. Uh, what's your next affiliated character that you'd like to talk about? Uh Black Cat. All right, Black Cat. She is
2: very good as everyone is well aware. Uh, but she has some extra utility in this list. Um, for a thing we will talk about later. Um, But just her general thing, um, she uh, can steal objectives, and then when you can steal an objective, spend one to slow them, and then long move away, that's a lot of distance that you suddenly
0: created. Mm. Yes, it is. Let alone if you
2: can also grappling hook on top of that.
0: Yeah, that's not. uh... That is hard to come back from for sure. She she's difficult to pin down anyway. Much less once you're adding slow conditions to people.
2: Mm -hmm. And you can also you also have troublemaker to very consistently give out stagger. Um. And stagger on top of slow is very scary, and we like conditions in general in this list. This is a list that doesn't mind stacking three or four conditions up on a single character. So yeah, she's just, she's Black Cat doing Black Cat things. There's a reason she's near the top of of the meta right now.
0: Yeah, no, she is, she is um, one of, in my opinion, one of the two best characters in the game. So... Mm-hmm. I, I feel I mean, we've talked about Doctor Voodoo, I think, every week that we've had this show. Um, and I feel very much like Black Cat like I do Doctor Voodoo in the fact that if he is affiliated, if they're one hundred he's one hundred percent in your list, I feel like if she is affiliated, she's one hundred percent in your list. Um, and then you go from there. And both of well, one of the two of them usually makes makes it an unaffiliated as well. So Yeah. Um, well, I can tell you
2: already. Voodoo is not in this list. Yes, yes. This will be the first week <laughs> that we
0: didn't talk about Doctor Voodoo, so um, mm-hmm. and that's okay. That's good. Um, all right, so Alexa, what, uh, what, what, what's your next? Uh, what's your next affiliated spot? Well, new to Disney Plus, we have Moon Knight. Yay! Moon Knight is one of Brian's uh, favorite characters too.
2: Yeah. So, it's uh, one of the old adages is to bring Mystic into Web Warriors, and he is extra good against Mystic. Uh-huh. Um, he can give out Stagger. Uh, he's really good on all webbed up turns. But more importantly, he has uh, very consistent power gen to get off, to, to spend, to slow. And um, his spender is really good. Yes, it is. It's When you stack slow on top of that spender, uh, they have to. It's basically a uh, stagger by itself. Yeah, that's Uh, a good point. So, yeah, it's. He's just. I think he's very good overall. um, And we'll stay in the list. And we're a little bit more brawly than pure web, mild web warriors at times, so he
0: gives you a little bit of attack power and can just pop off on the all webbed up turn. Oh yeah, he's scary just in general, just the the potential to spike because of his rapid fire attack, but um, on the all webbed up turn he's, he's very legit. Yeah, Brian, Brian, what do you think about Moon Knight? Talk to us about Moon Knight.
1: What's there to say about Moon Knight that hasn't been said? I want to actually instead talk about how much I enjoy Oscar Isaac as <laughs> I haven't actually watched the show yet, but I just like Oscar Isaac as an actor. I mean, yeah. like, it's, it's also funny to me to take, you know, a person who is extremely charismatic as Poe Dameron and then be like, oh, hey, you're going to play a weirdo who likes to cosplay as a cab driver and uh, just sits around in a shitty apartment all day.
2: Yeah, I am one episode in and strictly medium on the
0: show, but we will see if that changes. I won't get into it too much, but I, I greatly enjoyed the the first episode. So, mm-hmm. um, it was not what I expected out of the first episode, but I enjoyed it. I'm withholding judgment until I see the next episode. Full judgment, but yeah. I, I did enjoy the first episode. So, uh-huh. All right. So what what's our next what's our next choice there?
2: um our final three-pointer ghost spider or final in affiliation three-pointer right uh ghost Spider also just very good um if you need the more control compared to the beatdown you replace moon knight with ghost spider um she can protect your characters very well uh which helps you on the extract game much more than the secure game Also has very consistent poetry and interaction to get people off points. And again, she can just blow up on the old Web Doctrine.
0: Yeah, she is a character, in my opinion, if you're building a Web Warriors roster, it is very difficult not to take her. Um, Yeah. She's just, she's so much versatility. She's just good. Um, She's just a very solid, solid character. Uh Uh-huh. Brian, how do you feel about Ghost Spider? jogging to me yes you're, no the other Brian Brian how do you feel about ghost spider oh
1: <laughs> this is another one of those characters where it's like she she's one of those things where it's like i don't I don't want to downplay like the design that went into this character but it's like oh here's another incredibly good solid three threat character i don't yeah. want to say it's passe but everything in her kit it's just like there's there's not really any arguments to be made over whether or not Gwen's any good.
0: Well, every everything on her card is useful, right? Everything has has a use. Um, yeah, she's, she's a solid, solid, solid character. And just an amazing comic book character. Let's let's be real there. Yes. Uh-huh. That too. That's she true. One of my favorites. So, yeah. Okay. Um, go Spider. I think you have one more affiliated choice, right? Right, Lexa? Yes. And... And he's going to be the most controversial of them all. And and arguably the one I'm most excited to talk about. So, uh,
2: Let's talk about Matt Murdock Daredevil. Uh, uh, Non-Shadowlands Daredevil. Um, so the big thing about him is you want a four-pointer just for certain point values. Uh, because you're running this big leader, you need that mid-step character... Uh, to do some oscillation. And because your leader is always going to be Peter Parker, you cannot take Corebox Spider Man. Right. And, mm. and we don't want, uh, we're not quite the blender of, uh, because of the leadership, we want some amount of control. So we aren't the blender that is Venom. So that leaves us with Matt Murdock Daredevil, who I do think is very good. He has pushes um, at times, he's very good at generating power and surviving. And he gives out stun, which, again, we're going to do this later, but let's count the special conditions that this list gives out. We're
0: up to, currently, three. Yep. Slow stagger stun, right?
2: Yep. Yeah. And if you ever get off a Devil's Deliverance, you are having a good day.
0: Right. Brian, remember the last time that I popped off uh, Devil's Deliverance?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. We were we were maiming about it. And it's like, oh, Daredevil can't be good because he's zero percent on the GTS league. Why don't you just play him? And then he completely housed me.
2: <laughs> uh, the other thing with him uh, is he is especially on his injured side. Another very good all wrapped up character.
0: Yeah, that is true.
2: Because he gets three attacks.
0: Is or
2: is. if he's on his fun side and they're not paying attention, you can all wept up counter attack.
1: Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah.
0: That's uh yeah, no, I, I'm a comic book wise, I'm I'm a huge Daredevil fan. Daredevil is probably my favorite non mutant character. Um <laughs> and I have tried to find ways to play Daredevil um since he came out, and recently um, i've been playing him with miles leadership um but uh, i have been playing him in web warriors and um, i i love him I, I love playing him in there i don't care what anybody says um i enjoy playing him and think that he is <laughs> very good his counterattack catches people off guard all the time um, oh yeah they, they go you're gonna do what what does man without fear do <laughs> um yeah so <laughs> what do you mean that you there's not a uh, there's not a Range on your martial artist, um, and things like that. Yeah, people don't mm-hmm. see that stuff coming. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Huge Matt Murdock fan. Brian, do you have yep. anything to add on Matt Murdock?
1: I I actually wish that some of the elements that are that are present on this this Daredevil card were carried over to Shadowland Daredevil, like having a fight character that doesn't have. a like, you have this guy who's supposed to be be the fightiest of guys and doesn't have a counterattack? It's nonsense. Uh,
2: I don't feel that way mostly because it's... He's not the fightiest of guys. He is the guy who rules the fightiest of guys. So he's summoning other fighty guys to fight for him. He's buffing up his other fighty guys.
1: I guess so, but like, how do you become leader of the fighty guys without fighting? You know.
2: Oh no, he fought a <laughs> year ago, and he hasn't had to since.
0: He got fat. By oh,
1: him. oh no, oh no! Shatterland Daredevil's a fat cop. Oh no, <laughs> oh no! He's he's eating he's eating Krispy Kremes on the beat, dude. Oh no!
0: <laughs> All right, well. Ugh. Daredevil is the spicy pick. I love it. I'm here for it. Um, that's what caught my attention when when you sent me the list. Um, very excited for his inclusion. Well, there is more spice coming when we go out of affiliation. Oh, I know, and I'm excited to get there. But speaking of which, what's your uh, what's your what? first uh, unaffiliated option?
2: Uh, let's talk about one of my favorite models recently, Crystal. Ooh, let's let's
0: definitely talk about Crystal.
2: Uh, so, she adds another condition, Incinerate, so we're up to four now. Yep. Um, also, she makes it so that your opponents cannot shake slow. That's huge. Mm-hmm. Along with Incinerate and Stun, which is very good. Uh, very consistent power chain to always output a um, A uh, slow condition off of the leadership, but also... She has hydrokinesis, which can give you a wild slow. So you can have a play pattern of: she's on a point versus someone. She hydrokinesis, slows them. You spend one to expend the slow to push them off, uh, to place them off of the point. Hydrokinesis them again to slow them. Elemental onslaught to hurricane blast push them short.
0: <laughs> That's awesome.
2: That is brutal
0: that is super brutal uh, she is a um, uh, we have we have a listener um Brandon who's a who's a uh, big uh, big fan of crystal as well hi Brandon um he's he's in the Charleston <laughs> group and um, he'll be excited to hear this uh this crystal tech uh-huh. oh I have more crystal tech later but we'll get to that oh I can't wait.
2: Um, so she's kind of one of your core out-of-affiliation
0: slots. Yeah, I can see that for sure. Um, again, uh, it's, it's a condition list, and her making it <laughs> to where they can't shake within three, um, that, that, that's a big deal, especially, like you said, the, the all-important slow condition. So I'm here yes. for it. Um, the other one that,
2: the other kind of baseline three that I bring in most matchups is Hawkeye. who adds three (laughs) more conditions to our count, bringing us up to seven, because he gives Bleed shock, Slow and Poison. Uh, and he can, uh, he gets five dice shots uh, every turn. He ignores cover, which is massive right now. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, He gets full type choice between physical and energy, which is great. And uh, he can do uh, a very similar play pattern to Crystal, where he can shoot someone, uh, give them slow, hook arrow, displace them off of the point, and then either shoot them again or just walk back to his point.
0: That's awesome.
2: It is brutal. At times.
0: Um, yeah, that is uh, that. That is rather impressive. I, I had not thought about that, too. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Hawkeye. Hawkeye fits in the list very, very well. Yep. And he has that five die attack, so he's a little bit more consistent than Crystal might be. Yeah. I mean, I know Crystal, uh, re- Crystal yeah, does have the re but...
2: They're fairly even when you encounter for the re-roll.
0: That, that's fair. That's fair. Um, Brian, Brian, what do you think about Hawkeye? Uh,
1: I mean, if there's any any indication of how I feel about Hawkeye, I literally have the uh, the trade paperback of the Matt Fraction run sitting right next to me. <laughs> that's that's one really of the
0: best. Lex, I don't know if you've read that comic. Oh, that I is, have. That is one of the best modern comics. Um, It is one of my favorites. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Sorry, Brian. I didn't
1: interrupt you there. Fine. That was the whole whole thought.
0: Okay, fair enough. Finally,
2: let's get into our last out of affiliation sweep pointer, and he's a fun one. Uh, Bear Mordeaux. Yes. Uh, Which brings us up to an eight condition with Hex. Uh Uh-huh. Plus, some redundancy on that incinerating poison. But more importantly, you can walk up to to a, a, on a, on say, Yammer Shelters or Demons Downtown. Walk up, spend one for leadership uh, to give someone slow. Action, gain two power, spend two power, soul barb, pass that slow to everybody.
0: Oh, that's disgusting. So so good. Yeah. Oh.
2: And also, suddenly he's adding dice to your attacks, and as we already know from All Wept Up, adding dice to Web Warrior's attacks is not a bad
0: thing. Right. I, I was I was thinking him uh, him adding dice to your already once to brawl list definitely doesn't hurt. So. Yeah.
1: Um.
0: So he is very good. Ryan, what do you think of Bear Mordo?
1: Uh, this is spicy. I, in general, I always like seeing, I always like seeing the better Baron showing up know. in a list, <laughs> you know, regardless of of his questionable moral choices.
0: <laughs> At least he's not a Nazi, right?
1: So, uh, True.
0: Yeah. Um, And then we have two more people on this list, and let's get the obvious choice out of the way, which is Bullseye. Yeah, you gotta get a two in there and Bullseye. Bullseye seems like the one. Yes. Uh, he ignores cover, which is important. Uh, he gives out bleed, so he's another
2: character that gives out conditions, but we're still at eight conditions right now. Uh Uh-huh. Um. And he has I never miss to push through damage, if you need it.
1: Um. And yeah, also you just it,
2: had very consistent power generation.
1: It's also important that every time that you use that power, you have to say, I never miss. Mm-hmm. I never miss. Like you, yeah, you, <laughs> I never miss.
0: Our friend Darius has to say
2: it like that every time, so. There's mm. some spicy stuff you can do with that in a minute.
0: We will get to it. Oh, I can't wait. But let's let's talk then, about your last character because this is this is some some spice people are gonna enjoy this so. yes
2: I have mind
0: gem Loki
2: uh, oh, oh, okay at high point values you want to keep your uh at times you want to if you're facing a four wide team at 19 and 20 you want to keep just at five wide and not at six wide.
1: Mm, yeah. So
2: you want a, fi- a second five-pointer in the list. um. And Loki, with Mind Gem, first off, you get Loki Bubble, which is very annoying. Absolutely. And helps the survivability of your team once he gets flipped. He is another character that gives out the slow condition on his own, so can then uh, place someone off of that. Um... He has his mind gem, which means you can spend one to give someone slow and then advance them short away, essentially staggering them. <laughs> He's another character that can get out of attacks uh-huh. with Trickster. And since most of your opponents are moving slow, uh, they have to do another whole walk. It's, it's another action suddenly that you're taking from them. And he can just occasionally hit like a truck because of I am a god.
0: That's that is awesome. Uh, Loki is Loki is really solid and I'm happy to see Loki start to see some more play recently um, because I felt I felt like for a long time he was a very underutilized character. I actually um, gained a lot of respect playing him um, in my podcast, my list that we built on uh, your podcast with Cyclops. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. That that uh, that gave me a whole new layer of, of love for Loki. So.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Brian, what do you think of this tech?
1: I, I I went out of my way to specifically not look too closely at the list. Like I kind of glanced over it, and wow. I saw a couple of of things that are. I was like, oh, hmm, okay. And I didn't want to specifically go into it, but oh, this is so spicy. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm here for it for sure. And we like, haven't even gone into half of it. I know. Oh, I know. My. We, we've only we've only scratched like, the surface of the characters.
1: Like, I'm sweating and my lips are numb. This is so spicy. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: Well, then, let's talk about the tactics let's, cards. Let's get there. That is ten characters. We have done that, so it's time to get into the tactics cards. Which Where would you like to start, Lexa? Uh,
2: let's start by going back to that uh condition count. What was it? Eight? Eight. (laughs) Now let's talk about the best art in MCP. Uh, Which is Kingpin throwing stripper money at Daredevil. (laughs) On an amazing, amazing card that everyone is overlooking called Kick'em While They're Down.
1: I kind of expected we were going to get to this point because it just makes so much sense.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, so, suddenly, this is basically a Dark Rain in the list half the time.
1: I hear Dark Rain's a good card.
2: Yeah. So, like, <laughs> Hood's Gang is a good card. Because it gives you one free reroll for, uh, this is two power, and you can get up to four or five free uh when attacking a specific character. So you can just take out a character if you need it.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Um, also, as I said, best art in MCP. It is a very, very good art. Um, I am partial to Brian. Brian, he... Brian what what art am I going to talk about?
1: Honestly, you talk about it so much, I've actually deleted it from my brain because I figure you're going to talk wow. about it again.
0: Okay, Cat and Mouse. It's Cat and Mouse. I love that art. Mm. Um, it's Cable Hiding from Sentinels. Um and it is yeah. gorgeous art. I make everybody look at it uh, before mm-hmm. I like as I play it every time. But this art is very very good too. So, uh-huh. uh, my number two
2: art and uh the art that I will be using for the next card I'm going to talk about is the Domain of Dread Dormammu print of an Advanced R and D.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. that is a, that is a very pretty art as well.
2: Yes, it is. Uh, Gamora as Requiem Uh. Standing with a
0: hand beneath the Infinity Watch. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a very very good art as well. But yeah, let's talk about and your that, use of advanced R and D.
2: Advanced R and D. Um, sometimes you have a character. It, it allows uh, you, especially when you're playing Loki, because Loki's there mostly for the bubble and doesn't necessarily need to interact on one. So he can spend his two power. That he generate uh two to three power he generates on tone one, allowing your people to both pick up and extract
0: and slow someone or displace them. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that's solid tech. Mhm. Solid tech for sure. I I also when I take white warriors, just generally like to have advanced R and D because they can mm-hmm. struggle with um with power generation. And getting yep. that extra, an extra power on some, on them from someone who is loaded up. Um, you mentioned uh, Loki, but characters like Hawkeye and things like that sometimes can get loaded with with power that they can't necessarily use. And it's Crystal, nice to, yeah, Crystal. That's another great example. Um, they, uh, it's it's nice to redistribute that because <laughs> you have lots of characters that really want to spend the power. So. Yes. Uh, and sp- let's talk about some of the Web Warrior cards, starting with All Webbed Up. Let's do it. That
2: one's oh, important.
1: A classic.
2: Classic. Uh, I am pulling out the uh, rival pack All Webbed Up. Oh,
1: as you Of showed. course.
2: Yeah. Because um, it's very pretty. Um, <laughs> with uh, Miles, Gwen, and Peter. Uh and this is uh just if you want to lay down the beat down you play all webbed up on a turn and suddenly it also just gives everyone slow so suddenly you can displace them all Yeah so there have been times where I've all webbed up laid in around uh spent the power to displace someone off of a point that has already activated, and then the next character displaces the other person off of the
0: other point that has already activated. That's a nice game winning tech play too. Oh yeah. That can be a huge like gamma shelters play, for example. Yep. Uh, uh and I then
2: it. I also have Spider Tracker. Which is
0: just a very good safety net card, especially if you're holding an important extract. That's a that's a card that I um that I think is underutilized by a lot of Web Warriors players. And I, I yeah. love taking that card.
1: Uh-huh. I would I was actually, like, just the other day talking about how Spider Tracker is absolutely people are sleeping on it and it's sweet tech. I,
0: I had a Charleston um Web Warriors player argue with me about um about the use of that card and I I, I still love the conversation um, wondering why what Warriors players didn't play it more often so
2: mm-hmm. yes uh, and then um, in a similar vein uh, I am taking two pieces of don't move me because I am playing a secure base team yep which are mm-hmm. indomitable. Pretty, pretty self-explanatory on that one. Uh-huh. And then PSD, Psychic Shooting Device. I love it. That's spicy <laughs> too. Because uh, we get characters like Hawkeye who get so much power that they can f- spend for range five. Yeah. Uh, and then suddenly no advances or pushes and everyone and a weakness of Web Warriors is their
0: Mystic Defense.
2: Suddenly, everyone's getting an extra domestic defense.
0: Yeah, that's that is solid. You say, "Leave me alone." Uh, Yep. Convocation player.
2: Yep. (laughs) And then, just quickly, my two restricted cards: are Brace wave impact and Med pack. Uh, Pretty self-explanatory. Keep yourselves alive.
0: There you go. Have a good time. That's the the two that I typically start a list with and then see if I would rather have something else. So,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Now let's get into The Spice. The Spice, I'm here for it. Uh,
2: the Cat and the
0: Spider. Let's go. I, I, I really like this card, um, but I, I definitely want to hear everything you have to say about it. So, two major things. One,
2: that it's only one cost for both characters. So you can do this, turn one. Two, after the throw is resolved, Black Cat may immediately interact with any number of objective tokens without spending power. So, I have done this a couple of times you move uh amazing peter out a little bit uh and he gets an attack in so he deals a little bit of damage gains some power um and then on either peter flip or an extract uh, or a uh will extract um or that type of stuff then you cat in the spider tone 1 interact with the secure say it's like if, if you have a secure that interacts with pay to flip and interact with the extract and get a medium size to throw out of it. Oh, and I still have an action left.
0: Yeah, that's magnificent. It can be a brutal turn one for sure. For sure. I, I used, well, I've done similar things with cast, with fastball special. If nothing else, you can just use it to get Black Hat into an annoying place, right? Um, there are lots oh, yeah. of different mm-hmm. applications for the card. Um, mm-hmm. I I love it.
2: Now let's talk about what secretly is the best card of the list.
0: All right, let's hear it.
2: Elemental Infusion. So,
1: this is Crystal's uh,
2: character-specific card.
1: Yeah, we're going to have to read it because I've never... I This is the first time I'm actually even looking at this card. Okay. It, it until has this character card art
0: too,
2: so. Yes. Until this character is dazed or until the end of the round, when an enemy character that is within three of crystals suffers damage from an allied effect. After the effect is resolved, that character creates one of the following special conditions. Incinerate, stun, or slow. Let me repeat that. Allied effect.
0: That's awesome.
2: One, this does not have to be played on Crystal's activation, though it is very good on her activation because she can, if you have two or three people just in beam range, uh-huh. you can play this, beam, beam, uh, get a bunch of conditions on them, and then uh, elemental infusion and, and just t- take another attack. And suddenly, all of them basically have all three of those conditions.
0: Yep. Put you in a good position for kick them while they're, uh, they're down. So
2: Yes. Uh, Or if you have some people that are like at the edge of range three that you want to slow or stun or incinerate, you play this card and then activate bullseye. And I never miss is an allied effect.
0: That's awesome.
2: Also, because this is another dumb thing. Uh, the cat and the spider is not doing either of, doesn't have to be doing either of their turns. So you can Elemental Infusion, Cat and the Spider throw. The collision damage from the Cat and the Spider throw is an allied effect, so they gain a condition on top of you getting all the free throw and all the free interacts. And suddenly, then you can do something on the other end of the board because it's not doing that activation.
0: That's magnificent. So much jank in those two cards alone.
2: Yeah. It is so powerful. Um and like you also have uh if Amazing Spider-Man is going, he can if he gets any momentum triggers off, that is another instance of allied damage. Um in non this list, um if you have a character like Thor. Who has an attack with a throw trigger on it? Um, those are two separate ticks of damage, so you get two conditions off of that one attack. This card is great.
0: Yeah, it absolutely is.
2: More people need to be playing this card.
0: I I agree.
1: I gotta I gotta say I'm I'm stunned. I'm I'm stunned at how good this card is.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'll give you that one. I I hope everyone noted the pause that we both gave after he said that horrendous excuse for a joke. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, I never I never miss. i never miss. All right. Except when you do. Okay. I Yeah. I do want to say I'm I'm ex- I'm incredibly impressed by this like very it's because like it's always fun when you play a board state with with the grand illusion up because it's mm-hmm. sort of like it sort of just warps reality but this mm-hmm. very much this feels like someone built like a reality warping device like in a cave out of trash
0: <laughs> would you say in a cave with a box of spoilers? yeah
1: yeah yeah ex- yes yes Tony Stark built a grand illusion in a cave out of, out of inhuman, out of discarded inhumans garbage.
2: And I think it might be better than grand illusion at times.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree.
2: Cause slow and stone are very good conditions. Absolutely. Yeah. Um,
0: and now that, that
2: is 10 tactics cards.
0: Yeah, it is 10 tactics cards. So, that gets us to our crises. Now, how we've been doing these, Lexa, is we will just go ahead and we'll, we'll do the secures, and we'll go ahead and list all three secures, and then we'll kind of break da- break them down as a group, because I've found that it's important to talk about them more as a group than it is individually. So, yeah. And then we'll move on to the... Uh, extracts. Yeah, to the extracts, so... So right. the
2: three Sakyas are cosmic evasion, black order descent on Earth, Superpowered Scoundrels Form Sinister Syndicate, and Riot Spark over Extremist Three
0: Alright. So you said that you liked the D's.
2: Uh-huh. And we add in that spice of an F. That's
0: that's the one that I'm I'm very interested in hearing about. But before we get to that, let's uh, let's talk about your point totals. You have a sixteen to seventeen and a twenty. Um, mm-hmm. Talk to me about the, the decision-making process. Did did those did the point totals matter at all to you? Or, nope. Okay. All right. Fair enough. That's easy. It, it is form over point totals um,
2: okay. here. Um, simply because, uh, well, so I didn't want to go 14. Okay. That was the only point total I didn't want to do. Because um, I think 15 and higher, I have a fairly strong team. Um, Cause it's uh, five three three is a core of eleven, um. So it would it would be a five three four three team uh-huh. at fifteen, and Daredevil is good on most of the 15s anyway. I agree.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and then sixteen is five five three 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 two.
1: Yeah, and then that's not bad at all. Seventeen
2: is five, three, 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 and okay. then we go from there. Um, but it's it's shape. Uh, we like our D's. We want to spread out the fight so that we're having a bunch of one v ones where we can slow our opponent and out rotate them. And the F is a very similar conception. Uh, but also we have. Uh, Bullseye and uh, Hawkeye for the F, so we ignore cover on our two long-range attackers that are sitting on our back points. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can always displace them, use use the leadership to displace them off the point that we're sitting on, so either they have to spend an action to get back on the point
0: or we get cover from their attacks. Okay, yeah, I I can't argue with that. That's, uh, yeah, I, I think that this list would be very, very good on, on scoundrels. So, Ryan, what yeah. do you think about these three, uh, these three scenarios?
1: Oh, man. So, yeah. Um, Extremis is always, I, I think, I know for me, Extremis is one of those secures uh, that I always kind of reach for immediately. Because a lot of the time, if you're looking at anything that isn't trying to just punch everyone all the time, th- this is sort of your first like, range kind of thing. And it's always solid to flip over. It's your most common point total, so you're already prepared for it. You know exactly <laughs> what list you're going to play into it. Uh, extremist is cool. The, the super-powered scoundrels thing is is also super sweet. Like just ignoring cover on this is really gross. I think it. One of the problems with playing Hawkeye that I find is it's it's tougher than it seems to get him into situations that he is like that mitigate the negatives. Mm-hmm. Uh, and superpowered scoundrels really maximizes everything that he's good at. Oh yeah. And also, Uh, like, if you flip flip over a 20 against somebody who's playing, like, you know, Black Order or something, they're going to be like, oh, it's a 20, I'm doing fine. And then then you control them off the board, and then they cry, and that makes me happy.
2: I don't know what the Black Order—I have not played the Black Order matchup yet. Um, I have played this into a number of X-Men and X-Force players, because that's what my local meta is. We have two X-Force players and an X-Men player and a Guardians player. Hmm. And a Convocation player. And I have also played this against a very fun and interesting aggro Convocation with Electra list. Cool. Uh, that one was brutal. Um, the only reason I won is Amazing Spider Man picked up the Q, uh, the uh, t- uh action one, and then was the only character left on the board.
1: <laughs> oh. Uh, man I I love Electra so much mm-hmm I so how did the how did that match against guardians go?
2: uh so Guardians is the only play I have not played this list against
1: oh okay uh,
2: just just because of like the timing that always in other games when I'm playing getting looking for a game when I come in blah 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 blah
1: because I you know it, I would be very curious. What you're looking like? How this list would play against something so control heavy? Yeah.
2: Well, Guardians aren't always control heavy. Mm,
1: yeah. Um, hmm.
2: I'm more worried about the Angela.
0: Yes.
1: Oh yeah. No, that makes sense.
0: Mm-hmm. The Angela,
1: but the
2: slowing and Angela is very fun. Yes, and sad for the opponent. <laughs> um and now to the extracts. Um, these I more want to talk about individually because they are much more individualized.
0: Okay. Sounds great.
2: Um, so I have research station attacked. It is a secure. Let's be honest with ourselves, it plays like a secure and I'm I'm much stronger on secure than I am on extract. Okay. Fair.
0: That that seems that seems fair.
2: Um, uh, Montesi formula. Uh Amazing Peter gets you that middle one for free if you have priority. Um and can get out safe. Uh, and it gives you a little bit of points edge that you can uh leverage onto your uh onto your secure play and it gives you a beam. Okay. Which is never a bad time. You don't get much value off of the beam other than six dice. But occasionally, you all webbed up Montessi B.
1: Yeah, and and especially like you see a lot of Montesi with um, web warriors because you can only hold one spell book, and that's mm-hmm. exactly the game plan that web warriors want.
2: Yeah. Um, and then finally, uh, everyone loves the hammer, so I feel the World as worthy the my cities. Um, everyone loves the hammer. Uh, Kitty cat stealing your hammer and then bonking you with it is very fun. (laughs) Uh, It is not quite enchantress stealing your hammer and bonking you with it because that bonk is suddenly a beam, but still. Uh, The other thing about uh, hammers is that uh, suddenly a lot of the ways to interact with this team at times are in your team tactics cards. Um, with your say no effects and hammers, increases the point, uh, the power cost of the say no effects. Hmm. Your uh, no more mutants, your indomitables, um, your PSDs.
0: Yeah. That's, uh, that's solid for sure. So. That's that's a list. Um oh the one last thing about the the extracts. Did the do the points matter for the extracts? I know they didn't matter for the secures, they matter at all for the extracts. Again, just avoiding avoiding fourteen. Fair enough. Sounds good. Yeah, Brian, what do you think of these extracts?
1: The the hammers one is super super interesting. Like Most people concentrate on the extra die that you get and sort of like, oh, I guess I'll deal with the fact that I have to pay an extra power for cards. But weaponizing that against the other team is super cool. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, it is something I learned in my play of Death and Taxes.
1: Yes. Ah, wonderful. Well, that's Uh, another.
2: Another list that I may sometime have to come on
0: and talk about. Absolutely. You're you're always welcome back. So we, we'll have you on multiple times for sure. Um,
1: oh, wait. You weren't talking about magic cards? No. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my have God. Have you not
2: heard about the MCP Loki, Groot, Rogue, Deadpool, Death and Taxes squad?
1: Uh, honestly, I don't think I have enough brain power <laughs> to conceptualize that list on top of this one. I think I'm completely out of RAM. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> well well I guess
2: we will have to move on to the next Daft Punk album then.
1: <laughs> that's a that's a good album though. Yeah. All right.
0: So that's a list, though we we have a list. Yeah. So now we get to move on to our suggestion portion. Um, I'll I'll lead off, and then I'll let Brian follow up.
1: Um, I, I, I should actually probably go. I should probably go first on this one, to be honest.
0: Okay, that's fine. I I love it. Let's change it up.
1: Uh, so mine's gonna be really quick. I this is utterly wild to me. I don't have any notes because I don't really get it. Because, like, I'm looking at all these, all the cards make sense, all the characters make sense, I see the game plan, and I'm trying in my head to think about how to improve it, and nothing pops out. Just, uh, you know, you you shake the piggy bank and nothing falls out.
0: Well, here's the thing. I tell you what, you will find out on Friday night because I'm bringing this list. I am very excited about this list. I think it's very cool. Um, And I'm going to try it out myself. So um you're,
1: you're, well you're yeah to well if, the, uh... if you're gonna play it, then I'm gonna play it oh nice
0: me of a match
1: me a <laughs> match oh my god the, the look at, it. yeah, I can only imagine like like as difficult as it would be to actually play it I can't imagine play, can't imagine playing against it Dear god. <laughs> yeah and like and like what am I gonna do bring midnight suns blade can't do a goddamn thing about this <laughs>
2: Well he can. He can spend one power to shake the slow condition.
1: As long as he's not near crystal.
2: Uh yes. Uh you could bring Asgard, uh, who does I, get around it because it's not a shake, it's just of a move.
1: Yeah, that seems, that seems in poor in poor spirit to bring something that would specifically <laughs> it be would a bad matchup. That
0: would be really, really funny.
2: Um, uh, you still beat up on Asgard. there are only like 3 or 4 models in your 5.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: You're still moving them and it feels really bad. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, no, I I love the list. Brian Brian, were you done?
1: Oh yeah, I've got no notes, so okay, I was just so... making jokes about how I don't have anything.
0: Fair enough. Okay, well, I'm glad I'll let you go first then. Um
1: exactly.
0: So <laughs> I um anyway, I only noted down two things. um, Two things that I would consider, and two things just, well, one thing to consider, one thing to think about. Um, One is a Mm -hmm. character, and honestly, without playing the list, this list is so um, different from things that I'm used to playing that it's hard for me to see who I would take out, but a character to consider would be Star-Lord for me. um, Yeah. Because he does have that extra range condition um, output. Um, Also. uh, with the uh, with the plucky attitude re rolls and things like that.
2: Yeah, uh, you are talking about a different list entirely. That's fair. Um, because because there is the uh shield conditions list that I have. That is uh core Hawkeye, Ancient Widow, Crystal, Star Lord, Nick Fury. I love it.
0: I love it. Yeah, no, that's yeah. uh that's awesome. But th- no, that was just a character that I thought about. Um, oh it's yeah, it's the synergies. No. Similar, similar uh-huh. thought processes. But then the mm-hmm. other thing that I wanted to mention was in your extracts with um, Fear Group's World, uh, the only negative that I see to playing that is that you do have a lot of tactics cards that you really want to play. Um, mm-hmm. So it can become taxing for you as well. So it's just something to be yeah. cognizant of um, Oh yeah, because you're no, choosing it, your own it... cards and things like that. Um, I've
2: talked about this on my show a fair number of times, uh-huh. but I think that the game is in the extracts are in their worst state right now because totally we have been so long since we've had a new one.
0: Totally mm-hmm. agree.
2: There are nine, two, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine.
0: Ten legal extracts right now. Yeah, that's that hurts. It hurts variety, and and like I said, I I just brought that up just as a thought process because I don't oh, yeah. know what I I don't know what I would put in there other than that. Um, but it's yeah. just something to think about as things come down the line, and for, yeah. for our listeners to think about if they if they pl- try this list like I'm going to, and they love it. Um, it's things mm-hmm. to keep in mind as as the game adapts and evolves. Right. So yeah. And uh, there are 13 secures. Oh, yeah. That's a major disparity.
2: Yeah. So I hope we see more
0: extracts soon. We absolutely need to. AMG, if you're (laughs) listening, and I know you're not, but if you are,
1: uh, we
0: uh, we would love to see more extracts. Yep. All right. Well, that takes us to the end of our list building stage and brings us to our second commercial break. Uh, Brian, please take it away.
1: All right. Thank you, Jason. This week's comic recommendation segment has been brought to you by scuffed audio. Feel like your podcast is too professional. Don't want to spend big bucks on gear that sounds good and doesn't sound like a tin can with a string. Come on down to scuffed audio where we only sell DJ mics, gamer headsets from Walmart and the entire steel series range. Don't let your audience think you become a sellout with scuffed audio.
0: Thank you, Brian, and thank you, Scuffed Audio, for uh, not providing for our podcast. Um, we always appreciate it. So, for this week's um, comic recommendation, we decided to focus on Spider-Man. Believe it or not, um, my um, my uh, li- or my my choice for the comic recommendation that I brought is the Craven's Last Hunt storyline. Um, there are six key mm-hmm. issues. Um, core issues to Craven's last hunt um, they include web of spider-man 31 and 32 amazing spider-man 293 and 294 and Peter Parker the spectacular spider-man 131 and 132 this is a very um, popular storyline where Craven does hunt down spider-man and wears the spider suit and um, it's highly regarded as one of the best um, the best uh, Spider-Man uh, storylines of all time. Um, this is also the, what is the Craven Tactics card? That's uh, uh, Fearful Symmetry. Yes, there it is, Fearful Symmetry. It's it's based off of this storyline. So if you're an MCP fan um, and you're a Spider-Man fan and you've never read this storyline, I can't recommend it enough. Brian. Uh, and
1: they're there are a couple of collected editions. There are. There's, there's
0: several several options. Um I, I believe there's like an omnibus sized hardcover that collects more than just these six core issues. Um so this is it's a very uh very widely regarded storyline. So. But Brian, what uh what what did you bring to recommend?
1: I we went with the first Spider-Man Moon Knight team up.
0: Oh yes.
1: Uh which uh, which occurs in Spectacular Spider-Man issues 22 and 23, printed in ye old 1978. Oh
0: my, the year of our Lord.
1: With yeah, uh, and it's in this spec. It's in this really because uh, when I was a kid, I actually owned issue 24 of this run, uh, which is about the the. It's like one of those standalone issues where they're just like, oh, here's a villain. Uh Peter Spite's gotta deal with it. Oh no. And it's a a person who uses disco to mind control people.
0: <laughs> That's spectacular. Which
1: is Yeah, because I don't know what it was. Like in the late 70s, they were like, oh, we gotta we gotta write stuff and pull the kids in. What are the kids like? Oh, they go down to those, they do that disco dancing. Uh and they do that. Also in in these two issues where Moon Knight shows up, and it's it's really wonderfully Silver Age, where they're fighting the mob, like they're just it's just normal criminals. Nobody has a superpower except for the the villain uh, in this, which is Cyclone, Cyclone uh, who's a, a French guy who makes hurricanes. Thanks. Well, yeah, that's that. Not a, not a, not exactly a compelling villain. Uh, but it's always funny to read, like, like people like try to write out the accent, like on the page, or like, I'm just kidding, Spiderman. It's <laughs> goofy. It's so goofy. It's and, like uh,
0: Rogue from back in the day. I, I get it.
1: Oh, uh, oh yeah. And uh, it's there's also great because they take a time to put an aside where uh. Where Peter goes on a bad date with Betty Brant. And they spend the entire time thinking about other people.
0: Oh my. Well, that uh, sounds like something that I have to check out tonight. Um, I like Moon Knight. Betty Brandt. Like Spider-Man.
2: Betty Brant, the uh, Spider-Man love interest that has I don't
0: think has ever made it to film.
1: Which is surprising. She
0: is in the... She's in the first and second um, Spider-Man movies, the the current ones, um, Homecoming and No Way Home.
1: Uh, ah, the worst ones. Not, yeah, yeah. Well. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Now,
0: now, now. There's some spice. So they aren't my favorites. <laughs> they are not my favorites. But I despise the Amazing Spider-Man movies. Um,
2: my thing is he still feels like spider-man in those movies well i don't think he feels like spider-man he feels like uh uh iron man's uh child uh child military okay okay
1: <laughs> yeah especially especially in um uh far from home whatever yeah. oh, the second yeah. one was yeah that that's really feels like that
0: that's the one i was thinking of not no way home no way home is the newest one but... mm-hmm yeah, far from home. Well, I I believe that. Uh, oh, up... actually, sorry. There's one.
1: There's one other moment in the in these issues that oh, I have to say. talk about. Uh, so, Spidey and Moon Knight are trying to take down the mob, and it and they first meet where Moon Knight is just slapping the shit out of a gangster. He's just like knocked <laughs> him down on the ground. And he's just slapping him like, "Tell me what I want to know." And Spider Man's like, "Oh, you're gonna kill that guy. I have to stop you." And then they get into a fist fight over it. Because I guess Spidey wanted to kill him instead. So he's <laughs> like, no, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just interrogating him. There's and then there's like this, will they, won't they? For a while, they're like, oh, I guess, I guess Spider-Man's okay. Oh, that Moon Knight guy, he's a little crazy, but ah, eh, he's all right. Anyway, yeah, I would highly suggest that you can read it on Marvel Unlimited, or you can find it in the deepest, dankest back issue box at your local comic book store.
0: I love it. I'll be looking for it tomorrow. Or I won't. (laughs) But no. Anyway. No, that's awesome. Uh, Thank you for that recommendation, Brian. It's always good to get more Moon Knight content.
1: Mm
2: Mm-hmm. Are there no issues with Spider-Man and Crystal team up?
0: That's a wonderful question.
1: I'm going, uh... Go- I'm, I'm going to the I'm going to the Google a <laughs> as we speak. Uh No, 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 no.
0: Like maybe in some to... big event stuff. Yeah, I'm sure there's well, there there are many times that Spider-Man fights with the Fantastic 4. Um, so I'm sure Mm -hmm. they've been like on the same team of heroes, but I can't think of any time where it was just those two.
1: Um, yeah, the, the closest we have is there is a spite, There is an issue of a book called Spider-Man team up, uh, where he meets up with the Avengers when crystal is on the team, but it's Ben Riley.
2: Ah, okay. Well, when are we getting him in the game?
1: That's another great question. Yes. I would love a, I would love a Scarlet Spider, like mm-hmm. the old costume with so much denim. I'm I was gonna say, let's so get the old
0: version, not this current crappy new version.
1: Oh. No, this the suit is so boring. Yeah, boring. I like what they're doing with him.
2: I agree with you. The suit is boring, but I like kind of the conceptual stuff they're playing with with him.
0: Fair mm. enough. My uh, my friend Chris would have. He's a, he's a huge Spider-Man fan, and he is not happy with uh, current Ben Riley because well he is he is a big Ben Riley fan, um, and he wishes that they would just let him die instead of just uh, turning him into a villain. So.
1: Hmm.
0: Anyway, well, Alexa, thank you so much once again for coming onto the podcast. Um, we really appreciate it. I hope you had a good time. Um, oh yes,
2: I definitely had a good time. Especially just stumping one of the judges is always fun time.
0: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um, you uh, you brought you brought the heat, and uh, we we greatly enjoyed it. Um, I, I know I had a good time. I think Brian did too. So. I did.
1: I absolutely did.
0: And we want you to know that you are welcome back literally anytime. But before we log off, we would like to give you an opportunity one more time to plug your show just in case anyone uh, isn't, has, hasn't listened or um, plug anything else that you would mm-hmm. like
2: to plug. So yes, uh, I have a show called Morlocks. You can find it on most podcast providers. Um, where we take a underloved character of Marvel Crisis Protocol and build a list around them out of affiliation. And it's a fun time. Uh, I have had Justy on here a couple times, um, and both of them have been very fun. Also, I do have a Patreon at patreon.com slash Lexa White, where you can support me and get bonus episodes, where I talk about movies and TV and music and all of that stuff. Um, You can hear all of my hot takes about TV, which I am very opinionated about. (laughs) Um, And also about recent movies. Uh, I have an episode up on The Batman, which was a very interesting film, as well as the 2022 Scream movie. Uh, Recently I did an episode on Sanctuary. Um, So there's a lot of fun bonus content on there if if that is the type of thing you're interested in.
1: Is Sanctuary the Amanda Tapping show that she did after Stargate SG-1. And
2: also one of the most influential shows ever.
1: That is accurate.
2: Uh, Because, okay, uh, it was the first TV show to be shot entirely on green screen.
0: Really? Yes. No.
2: It is a technical marvel. It is basically the foundation of basically all of TV production now. And, like, all of the Marvel movie production is basically using the same fundamental ideas that Sanctuary's brought up.
1: Well, damn. I guess I'm going to have to subscribe to your Patreon so that I can listen to that episode. How about that? We brought go. it back around. There's, we brought there it back it around. Is.
0: Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Please check that out. Um, I'm a member of... Um, Lexa's Discord server, it's a great place. Um mm-hmm. so check that out for sure. Um so you can find us um on Twitter at JTLCast, or you can email any feedback you may or may have to us at GT at JTLcast. I did it again, Brian. JTLcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Um I hope that everyone enjoyed this episode and we'll see you back here next week. See you, nerds.